Wrigley's Spearmint Gum presents The Howard Miller Show. And now here with music on records is Howard Miller. Thank you very much. Good morning, Edward. How are you this morning? Oh, Smiley, Smiley. Yes, smiley Joyce. And he told me some very good news yesterday. He told me that his mother and dad live in Washington, D.C., and that's the nice part about being on a network radio program because his mother tunes in every morning, makes certain that her smiling son is still smiling, and then she goes back to bed. Well, that was the good part of it. The bad part of it was when my wife was on vacation, she knew where I was every day. That's not so good. <laughs> it's just lucky it wasn't television, so she could see those tomato juice eyes. Well, anyway, this is uh, Howard Miller from CBS in Chicago, and we're going to have a lot of fun this morning because I suppose that we've had more mail from people all over the country asking us to have the McGuire sisters as guests of our show than any other performing artist in the record industry today. And so I'm very pleased to say that all three of them, Christine, Phyllis, and Dorothy, are waiting in the studios of WCAU in Philadelphia, PA, all set to talk to you after we listen to a couple of their records. The first of which is this new one by the girls, and I think a fine one. Everything they do is a fine record. This is called Give Me Love. Don't give me no heartache. Don't give me no pain. And don't give me teardrops that fall like rain. Give me what you promised, what you promised to give me. Give me love. Don't give me no trouble. Don't fill me with care. And don't give me worries that I can't bear. What you promised, what you promised to give me, give me love. We made a promise, till death do us part. And darling, that promise came straight from my heart. And I'm gonna keep it as long as I live. But life ain't worth living if you only give me nothing but heartache and nothing but pain and all of the teardrops that fall like rain. So give what you promised, what you promised to give me, give me love. Straight from my heart, and I'm gonna keep it as long as I live. But life ain't worth living if you only give me nothing but heartaches and nothing but pain, and all of those teardrops that fall like rain. So give what you promise. What you promised to give me, give me love, give me love. 
That's the McGuire sisters, the ever-loving three gals who, of course, are associated with the Coral Record Company and have become prime artists in the entire industry with their new one called Give Me Love. You know, one of the delightful things about having delicious Wrigley Spearmint chewing gum on hand always is that it freshens your taste, helps to keep your mouth and throat moist and cool and clean, helps to keep your teeth white and attractive. Now, it's fun to chew gum, and it's good for you. I like Wrigley Spearmint the best, and I'm pretty certain that you will, too. So if you wish to relieve a few tensions or just to refresh yourself, will you relax and enjoy with me Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum? There's nothing finer that you can possibly buy. Well, let's switch now to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, where I presume there are three sisters equally fond of each other. Christine, Phyllis, and Dorothy McGuire, and good morning, girls. Hi, Howard. I positively feel like a redhead. Uh, Chris, uh, what's the purpose of the McGuire sisters being away from radio and television and being there in uh, Philadelphia? Well, Howard, we're appearing at the Latin Casino here. We'll be here a week. A little nightclub work for a change. Yes. Uh-huh. Phyllis, how does um, working a nightclub compare in your daily life with uh, just working the radio and television that you've been doing in New York? Well, in a way, it doesn't compare at all because uh, we feel that in a nightclub, we don't have nearly the strain that we have with radio and television. Yes. And uh, we know what we're going to do when we go out on the floor because our act is, you know, pretty much set. Uh-huh. So... We really enjoy nightclub very much, but we enjoy television and radio, too. Well, of course, this gives you an opportunity to actually look back at the people, the people who look at you all during the year. Now, you get a chance to stare back, don't you? That's right, and it's, it's entirely different to yes. singing to an audience than singing to just a camera. Uh, Phyllis, I'm curious. Are you girls sitting or standing now? We're sitting. Are you in about the same relative position that you usually are, Chris to the left, Phil in the middle, and Dorothy at the right? Well, Dot's at the right and I'm in the middle, but Chris is on the other side of a little table we're sitting around. But relatively, though, your positions are almost like the people yes. who used to sing you on television. Right. Dorothy, how did the great success of the McGuire sisters change your lives? Have you thought of any way that your lives are decidedly different than they were before you became famous? Well, gee, I don't know how. All I know is that we feel we've been very lucky, Howard, and we're very grateful. Well, of course, you're associated with a, an outstanding talent in this business of ours, Mr. Godfrey, and uh, I'm sure that you'd be the very first ones to confirm the fact that he has done more for you girls than anyone else in all the world except maybe your own parents. That's right. Because they gave you life. Now, when did the act actually start, Christine? Well, uh, professionally, about three years. And before that, uh, what was the situation or the circumstance around the household? Did you just sing like any three sisters sing? That's right, just for our own... Uh... Entertainment. <laughs> well, then, Phyllis, who was it that decided that uh, your entertainment should go beyond the bounds of uh, your own shower stalls? Well, we were appearing around uh, Ohio, the Midwest, on television and radio, and we had been in a unit, that was, which was our first professional experience, giving shows in service camps and veterans' hospitals. So when we went back to Ohio, Dot decided that we should go to New York and try our luck there. You mean little Dorothy had all the courage? <laughs> oh, you're not kidding. And so you went to New York. That's right. Dorothy, ordinarily, I would not think this of you because you seem content to remain just a little uh, shy one most of the time, but you were forceful in this decision, huh? Well, you'd probably think Phyllis would be the one, but she was the one that uh, wanted to go uh, less than any of us. Now, who am I talking to, Dorothy? Yes. You see, this is the hardship that's played on people when they interview multiple voice acts. I never know for sure which one I'm talking to. <laughs> Do you well, think we sound alike? Well, no, not really. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that Dorothy and Christine sound a little bit alike, but I think Phyllis sounds different than the other two. Mm -hmm. uh, do you feel that is true? <laughs> I don't think I sound like they do. <laughs> she thinks we have a southern accent. Now you've lost me completely. That sounds like your mother. <laughs> well, then, Christine, you went on to New York at uh, the rhyme and reason that Dorothy came up with, and then who was it that actually discovered you in New York City? 
Well, uh, our first job in New York City was eight appearances on the Kate Smith Show. And then after that, we uh, did Talent Scouts December 1st, 1952, and joined Arthur uh, January 19th, yes, 1953. I, I'm curious. I, I'm, I'm sure that you must look back and remember the, the very happy night. And uh, presume, Phyllis, that you won, didn't you? Yes, we did. Do you remember who the other performers were on the show that night? Well, I don't remember their names, but I remember what they did and what they looked like and how Very frightened I was that they were going to win. <laughs> well, did, did you think, though, that after the show was over and before the uh, applause meter was read by Mr. Godfrey that uh, maybe you were going to win? We were no. sure we weren't going to win because I, I never will forget there was the cutest uh, har harpist. I guess he was a... Uh, uh, he had such a personality, and he played so well. And uh, usually the boys, if, especially if they were good, won. Uh -huh. And there was another girl um, that was a contralto that was had a beautiful voice, and then uh, popular a popular singer. And now all you have to do is tell me that the harpist was Groucho or Harpo Marx, and the uh, <laughs> contralto was Marion Marlowe, and I'll really flip. <laughs> Well, anyway, girls, you've uh, had tremendous successes. Dorothy, your mother, if I recall, is in the ministry, isn't she? Yes, she is, Howard. Did I say that correctly? Uh, yes, that's right. you did. And does she still have a church? Uh, well, she isn't pastor of a church any longer. She retired about two years ago, but she still speaks around the Midwest. Yes, I'm sure it's that wonderful Christian background and education that you girls have that has lended your voice so beautifully well to religious music like this one that I'd like to play, a brand new one that's a big hit for the McGuire sisters called He. Lights every star that makes the darkness bright. He keeps watch all through each long and lonely night. He still finds the time to hear a child's first prayer. or sinner call. Every line 
That's the McGuire sisters and a wonderful new hit record that they made called He. Girls, it was just swell. I want to once again say that for those of you in the Philadelphia area, the McGuire sisters are there at the Latin Casino. For those of you here in the Middle West, the girls will open up here at the Shea Parade on October the 16th. Is that right, Phyllis? Right. 16th of October, huh? Mm-hmm. I want to say thanks to all three of you for getting up a little bit earlier than usual. Not uh, earlier than when you're with Mr. Godfrey, but earlier than most nightclub performers have to get up. Thanks an awful lot and the best of success and luck to three very wonderful and talented young ladies. Thank, Thank you, Howard. Howard. Bye. All right, girls. That's the McGuire sisters, and I think we've probably satisfied now the craving of about uh, 200 million people in these United States. I'm certain that I've handled that many letters in the last couple of weeks saying, when are the McGuire sisters going to be on? Well, they've been on, and believe me, it's always a great pleasure for me to entertain these girls because there's no act in show business who have contributed more and who have conducted themselves always with the proper propriety that lends itself to the goodness of show business. So thanks very much, Christine. Phyllis, and Dorothy McGuire. I hope that all of you now, from coast to coast, will try Wrigley Spearman Chewing Gum. Probably you've had that opportunity many, many times. Try it again for me, will you please? Because it is a wonderful product. It'll relieve the tension. It'll keep your mouth clean, refreshed, and moist. Because it's wholesome, delicious, and refreshing. Wrigley Spearman, this is Howard Miller. We'll see you tomorrow at the same time. Love you all. Bye-bye for now. You've just heard the Howard Miller Show with music on records brought to you from Chicago by Wrigley Spearmint Gum. Be sure and join Howard Miller tomorrow at this same time when his guest will be Bill Hayes. This is the CBS Radio Network.